like I'm Usain. I spit on the track and let the blue flame. I've been off the streets for a few days. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy. Thank you, brother, aka One Take Take, aka Thank You, brother. Now we back. A little, little bit ahead of schedule. I know I said um, another episode of Boot Camp wouldn't be out till Monday, but I think that might change just depending on what goes on throughout a week. Of course, there will be still the every Monday episode, but I think today deserves a special episode after last night's Cleveland and Golden State game. That is what this episode is going to be about. It is going to be dedicated towards. We're just going to talk about the Cleveland-Golden State game, what happened, what went wrong, and what what I personally feel needs to happen going forward in order for Cleveland to possibly get back to the finals, which I personally don't think is going to happen if they keep this same team. Um, but we're just going to dive into a few things. I'm going to keep it a quick episode. Uh, we're just talking about, like I said, one topic, nothing really too deep. But, yeah, let's get right into it. So if you don't know, Golden State beat Cleveland. They swept them in the season series. Uh, first game was in Christmas Day. This time it was last night. Um, yesterday was the 15th. Um, yeah, it was it was. A good game overall up until the fourth quarter. Um, but we're gonna break we're gonna talk about a few things. Um Kevin Ray had a great night, finished with thirty two points, five rebounds, eight assists, nice little box score. Um him and LeBron both had thirty two apiece. Uh LeBron had thirty two, eight and six. But the big difference between those two box scores is the fact that LeBron had eight turnovers. Now, uh LeBron has had a lot of games this season where he's had quite a few turnovers. Um and that's cost his team a lot of points in transition. And especially against a team like Golden State, you don't want to give up too many points in transition because they're a running gun team. You got three players who can take three steps, four steps past half court and pull up and do that to you all game. Curry, Clay, and KD. Um they also uh between Golden State and Cleveland, um, Golden State out rebounded them. Um, had more assists, more or one less steal, more blocks, one less turnover, or one more turnover, I'm sorry. Uh, shot better from the field and the three. Um, now, rewind real quick. A lot of those stats were close. Like, um, Golden State only had five more boards, uh, 48 to 43. Um, only seven more assists. Uh, the biggest thing to me that cost... Uh, Cleveland in this game because the first three quarters are great. They played some great defense. They kept it close, closer than what I thought it would be, but also got to consider that they're playing at the queue. They're playing at home, um, so that kind of gives them a little bit of a motivation to play harder than usual. You playing at home, you playing against the guys that just beat you Christmas Day and in the finals last year. Um, yeah, they, they played great the first three quarters, and then like after a few minutes of the fourth, I guess when they sat LeBron down, it just went downhill from there. But um, the thing that really held them back also was free throws and the fact that they shot 25% from three. Now, Golden State shot 37.5% um, from three. Um, Golden State also had 30 uh, free throws, and I think Cleveland had 22. So that right there is eight points. You lost by 10. That's eight points you could have had, could have made it a game. Um, if you would have either got to the line more or converted your free throws when you had the chance. Now, back to this this quarter by quarter thing. Like I said, they played great defense against Golden State. Um, like Curry and KD didn't really come out hot in the first quarter. It was Clay. I think Clay um, really kept that game close in that first quarter, and that's what's dangerous about Golden State. If you got your top two players, let alone 
two of the arguably the top five players in the NBA, if if they're struggling, you've got Clay, you've got Draymond, you've got Nick Young, you've got so many uh Casper, you've got so many of the great scorers, great shooters, people that can create their own shots. Um that they can they can still, you know, hold it together until Katie and Curry get it going. Now Curry, although he didn't have it going in the first, he still shot great. Um uh he shot hold on, give me one. He shot eight for fifteen from the field. Now, it might not sound like some crazy numbers, but up until the fourth, or I think yeah, up until the fourth, he was really shooting really, really good. Like he whatever he was taking, he was making. Now he missed um he missed most well, he only missed how many shots from three. Yeah, he was four for eight from three, so that's where his misses really came from. He did uh take a lot of deep threes, and that's something I gotta give credit to go uh Cleveland for. They were if Golden State wanted to take a three, they were making him take deep shots for contested threes, running them off the three point line. They weren't giving him open looks. Um, and that's something that I gotta give Cleveland a lot of credit for in those first three quarters at least. They were making him take tough threes. Um but that that's that's kind of impossible uh, a tough three to golden state is a is an easy three to them uh that their type of three pointers is a tough three for other type of teams other players you know what i'm saying so like i said they they, they did make them take some tough shots uh cam shot four from six from three uh clay shot um three for six now draymond shot zero for five and we all know he's not that great of a shooter from anywhere um like his form, if you've seen his form, ah, Jesus Christ, um, that's all. I'm, uh, man, that's like one of the worst forms I've personally ever seen. Like behind Sean Marion, Lonzo Ball, um, there's a lot of ugly forms, but Draymond's is is up there. Um, now, also, three of Golden State's player had it. Uh, let me rephrase that. Three of Golden State's players had at least 15 points um, with Clay having 17, Curry having 23, and KD having 32. Um, and you got a lot of uh, contribution. Draymond had 11. Uh, Bell had six. Iguodala had nine. And you just single digits all throughout the board. But, of course, that adds up. Um, but on Cleveland's side, only two or well, they had three as well. Isaiah, Kevin, and uh, LeBron. LeBron had 32. Kev had 17. And Isaiah had 19, but Isaiah really struggled. And I, I'm I'm still giving him the benefit of the doubt just because he's coming back off a hip injury. He's been out for a long period of time since the, the conference finals of last playoffs. He only played the first game, and he was out. Uh, he shot 8 for 21. Um, they were making it tough for him, of course. There's a lot of length on that team, um, especially on the switches. You get KD on them. You get Draymond on him. You get you get any of these guys to switch on him. He's still gonna have a tough time because Curry. I personally think Curry. I, I know Curry is a decent defender, but he's not the greatest defender. So Isaiah could have a field day with Curry if he was at his uh, best condition right now. But when they get get Isaiah to switch onto another player, or when they switch another player on Isaiah that can stick with him just with their length. And their quickness, like just be able to, to move side to side, it's really tough, Isaiah, at this point, or really any point, just because of his size. Um, Jay Crowder really was irrelevant, always, or I won't say always is, but he's been really inconsistent in uh, Cleveland compared to his Boston days, at least in specifically last season. Um, J.R. Smith, four for eight, but it's, it's really like he did nothing. He only had eight points. 
Um, could have had more from him. He's been struggling all season, so I didn't really expect him to go off all of a sudden. But, um, yeah, it was just a really tough game in that fourth quarter for uh, Golden State, especially when you sit LeBron James down. Um, this team is still learning how to play together. You sit the, the team that's the glue to your team down. It's really going to be tough for you. And after a while, Golden State started to pull away. Um, and it was really over. It, it's I'm... I'm really happy to see that they played some really good defense up until, like I said, like four minutes into the four, a few minutes into the fourth, they started slacking off. Um, but they, they they need to make a move. Cleveland needs to make a move. Uh, I, I heard Stephen A. throw the name Anthony Davis out there. Don't think that'll happen unless you give up that Brooklyn pick, which is losing value because Brooklyn is not a bad team this year, so that pick is going to uh, drop in terms of where it's going to be in the draft. It was – going to be a top three. That's what people thought when we had it, and then we gave it up. Now it's going to be a top ten, and it's like it's going – when D'Angelo comes back and it's healthy to play, you got Jaleel there. You got a nice little team um, that's ready to play, and they're they're going to get more wins, and that, that pick is just going to lose more value. So if they don't get it off now before Brooklyn starts racking up some more wins, they're going to be stuck with that pick, and they're going to be stuck with nothing. So they need to give up that pick. If they want to make a move, that has to go. Um, I don't think Anthony Davis is the uh, person they're probably going to go for. I, Like I, I think I said on the other podcast, they've been targeting DeAndre Jordan a lot. Uh, me as a Boston fan, I don't want them to get that, but me just wanting to see this team actually play some D, they need to go get DeAndre um, before Milwaukee tries to snatch him because if Milwaukee snatches him, him and Giannis, and then you got – Jabari coming back and, and Chris Middleton. You got Eric Bledsoe. Oh, my God. That is definitely going to be a top three team in the East. Um, and, yes, that means Cleveland won't be in that top three. It'll be Boston, Toronto, and Milwaukee. Uh, it'll be just – I don't know who's going to be second between the two of them. That's just really who – I don't know. That's just something we have to wait and see if DeAndre gets shipped to Milwaukee. Now, I don't think that they need to go and get just somebody who can score. I think they need to target somebody who is a defensive specialist, somebody that can get that defense going. Uh, you, the, This team can score. Like, you can give up Iman, who doesn't score. You can give up JR, who's been trash. Shit, you can give up Jay Crowder. You can give up some of these players who really haven't been contributing on that offensive side and go get you a really good defensive player. Now, Jay Crowder is a good defender, but you can upgrade – from him, because there's, I'm sure there is some better defenders out there that you can go snatch. Plus, somebody who will be somewhat consistent on offense. Now, we'll have to wait and see. Deadline is coming, I think next month. Uh, of course, it'll be around All Star break. So, I did read from two reports this morning. Both come uh, came from Bleacher Report uh, that they will definitely make at least one move. That was one report and. The Cleveland players aren't happy with how the team is looking. Four straight losses. You got handled by uh, Minnesota. You got handled by Toronto. You got handled by Indiana. You lose last night to Golden State. This is like when you when you lose to Toronto and Golden State specifically, one team that you may have to see in the Eastern Conference uh, playoffs and then another team that you want to get back to the finals to see. If you lose to both of them the way you did, that's like the measuring stick to let you know where you are. So... Based off of how they've been playing, especially with Isaiah back, I know he's, like we've been saying, he's trying to get back into the groove. You got to make a move. You have to make a move. 
you got to do something if you want to come out of the East because I don't think they're going to come out of the East with this type of team. I, Being unbiased, just because I'm a Boston fan, Boston will beat them in seven games. Let's be real. Toronto will beat them in seven games. Let's be real. Um, we just have to wait and see what happens, though. We'll have to wait and see. Golden State handled business last night. Um, now, I was rooting for Miami to win their game against Chicago yesterday, but didn't really happen because if Miami would have won yesterday and Cleveland lost, then Cleveland would have dropped the fourth. Miami would have moved up the third. And it's crazy because Miami has slept on from being a team last year that didn't make the playoffs by, a, I think, a half a game. You lost that spot to Chicago, who I personally wanted Boston to play instead. I wanted Boston to play Miami because that would have been a much easier start because we went down 0-2. Everybody was like, we're getting swept, and Rondo got hurt, and the rest is history. Now, we'll see, though. We'll see. Um, I'm still rooting for Miami to take that third seed because fuck Cleveland. That is just me being a Celtics fan. I just cannot rock with Cleveland. I hate the Cleveland Cavaliers. I still rock with Isaiah, though. That is still my boy. Um, but we'll just have to see what Cleveland does, does man. If y'all have any thoughts on what, what you think Cleveland needs to do, if you think they should or should not make a move, let's have a discussion about it. Tweet me, hit me up, Instagram, Snap, uh, comment, YouTube, message me, wherever you can find me. Just let's have a let's talk about it. Let's 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 discuss what we think Cleveland should do and what's the state of the Eastern Conference with Cleveland kind of slipping away if they don't make a move. So as always, this is your boy. This is the fourth episode of Thank You for This Podcast. Like I said, we, we're probably going to have these little special episodes happen throughout the year, just depending on what goes on. I don't want to uh, put things off until, like, that next Monday. It kind of, like, loses that hype. So it'll be best if I just hop on and talk about things as they're going. You know what I'm saying? So we'll probably have just frequent episodes, like, off schedule. Still will be one every Monday. Um, but yeah, it's your boy. Thank you, brother. AKA TYB, AKA one take tank, AKA thank you, brother. And as always, I'll see you guys on the next episode of thank you for this podcast. Stay tuned. Subscribe to my YouTube, subscribe to my SoundCloud episodes. We posted every time we drop. Also check me out on iTunes, search up. Thank you, brother on iTunes. All podcasts will be sent there as well. And just stick around guys. Cause we got more of these to come. It's your boy. Peace. I spit on the track and let the pool flame. I've been off the shits for a few days. And I got a new bitch like every two.